called throat comfort. I had some throat. I had some throat coat one time. Is we that, on? No, you had smooth move. You did. Oh, I thought it was throat coat. <laughs> you did. I did. Yes. <laughs> he was running out the end of the episode. That was no. Nah, I was cool. The, the, the T didn't even like hit me like that, so I was cool, man. I didn't even have to worry about it. <laughs> oh man. Hey. Um, yes, you, Carl. Do you guys have some great uh, favorite albums of 2019? I do this every year. We talked about it on. Not the jig is up. Tony and uh, man, come Nothing on. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. I was not going to get that. They got wow. that from the Kyle song. Uh, but we did it last year with them, and I had my my top 20 albums. Do you guys have any top albums that stood out to you guys? doesn't have to be rap necessarily, but. It wouldn't be. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> so what stood out for you within this decade, Star? Um, I'd have to say Ari Lennox, Snow Allegra. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzo for sure. Um, Wale, definitely Wale. Uh, eighty-five to Africa. Even though me and C's disagree on that one. Wait, so are you doing the year or the decade? Because all these came out within the last two. Oh, years. I thought you. I mean, of oh, the year, of the year. Yeah, too. I thought he meant oh, year. Yeah, in the year, not bad. the decade. Oh, yeah. I was my about bad. to say. <laughs> no, yeah, that's decade is different. way. Yeah, decade. I'd have is. to really sit down with like my pen and paper and my iTunes to figure out what the decade would be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, of the year. Um, yeah, I think those are probably my top, uh, definitely most played. Oh, Meg the Stallion, Obvi. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to ask, like, you know, when artists like that, I'm always interested to know if people attach to their music based upon the personality that they have. Because Absolutely. Not, it's the reason why Cardi's album was so high. Yeah, because like, not, not everybody has that big of a presence on social media. So I feel like sometimes to engage in certain people's music, you're also uh, subscribing to just the person that they are and how they represent. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She, like, I, I'd be surprised if she had a long-standing career, but, like, her right now is dope, and I'm here for her right now. Well, that, and also I feel like um, an entertainer like her, because she's way more than just her music, she is. Um, has like the, the longevity to do things way be- I could see her coming out with a comedy special. You know okay. what I mean, or, yeah. or or being some type of personality beyond just the music, just based She's upon the reason. I can't wait to get my knee replacement. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, so you, who you got top ten uh, or top five or top album of this year? I never make these lists because I'll be sitting here and I'll tell you guys one thing and then I'll listen back to it and I'll be like, oh, I should have oh, said. It was just, it's just a lot of good. Bothers- well, how, all right. How about I give you what mine? Were some of and your if most mine's played jo- ones? huh? Most what were played. some of your most played ones? Even in no particular order, because mine surely wasn't. Uh, your most played albums i think this this year i listened to mostly female r&b so it was a lot of her it was a lot of oh, LMA, for sure a lot of lma a lot of ari lennox wait uh, lma had an album that came out this was year? that this year or did it come out last year I was, it, it, it for think, sure came out last year i think but i it played into this year for yeah. sure and i think i was like late on the lma train oh mm. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i downplayed like her artistry because she was attached to dj mustard and i thought it was going to be like Boot a totally up. different lane he gave her some good beats yeah he did and then <laughs> when i started hearing them interludes on the that's CDs, why he bought her that fire car he's like thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm getting these proceeds but the interludes <laughs> let me know that she was like a different person when she was like in love Ella. love is and i was like oh okay <laughs> e- elusive Hey, Carl, you know what we're going to do? What's that? Cue the intro. No, I gotta get my, I'm gonna get... <laughs> oh, my gosh. We haven't even done the intro. We have a full-blown episode. <laughs> so because... He's been waiting to do I've been this. waiting because I, so I, I, got, I got this DJ app now. So it's, I'm definitely hey, DJ he's, Normal I, Ass. He loves telling all his secrets, <laughs> DJ Normal Ass. Go but, ahead. But this is my number one album for 2019. You're going to play the whole thing? I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm going to play renditions of it. 
That's Rick Ross right there. Okay. Okay. Now, second to that on this Rick Ross album, the other song that I like very much, Rest in Peace to Nipsey Hustle. How many niggas on your payroll? Rich gang bangers, y'all ain't even know they make those. Y'all not feeling that? But mom is definitely a Nipsey Hustle rolls. fan because she started throwing it together. We was gonna wait to introduce mom. So, hey, so, oh, what? So you said what? Oh no, we was just talking about it just so that we can get it in at the same time. That's why I did it like that. I had one more that I was gonna play, but I'm not gonna put it in there like that. Why are you laughing at me? Because this is definitely the end of the year podcast, and I told you myself that I'm going into this next year with like no stress. So it's it's taking a lot in me to you be stressed like, right now. <laughs> why, why, why you why you stressed right now? He's vain popping out. No no reason for it to be His stressed out. You're right. You're right. You're right. Continue. <laughs> oh man, no, I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and leave it right there. Wait, I thought you were gonna do more. I had one more, but it's all right, man. Go ahead. I'm go- already too. Yeah, it's, it's the end of the year. Bro. I'm too. I, it's the end of the year. Everybody's at the end of the year. Live your then. best life. I. I, I you ain't gonna tell me twice. I'm gonna go ahead and live my best one. This is the third. This is my actual favorite track on the album. She can't fuck me like I'm a king no more. Oh, he's a king. I told her she gotta make love to me like I'm an emperor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm an emperor. Hey, hey, emperor. <laughs> no Star Wars reference. I've been watching a lot of Star Wars like this last, like the last six days, man. That's just my thing. Live your best life, brother. Man. Indictment on the way, got Seda on the case. Okay. When you get your first kilo, it should be on your face. This is my number one album right now of the year. Rick Ross, definitely for sure. So, Thanks for sharing, Carl. No, nah, it's all right. I'm going to go through the list anyway. Cue the intro. <laughs> no, that was the intro. Are we going to do the regular intro too? Let's do the intro. All right, go ahead. Cue the intro. There we go. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth C. It's your boy Normal Ass Carl. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of Grown Folks Business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome Welcome to to Grown Grown Folks Folks Business. Business. (laughs) (laughs) That look is like, yo. It's like, we're we're waiting for the hype, but it's all good though. Let's go do it. He's like, pew, 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 pew. Welcome to Grown Folks Business. I'm one of your hosts, Normal Ass Carl. I gave I gave you the cord already. Where's it at? Uh, wherever you put it, right near. You. Oh. Oh, he put it by your ankle. I gave it to. Him. I gave it to him. He gave me this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want y'all to know. He gave just me this. So he gave me right it, it was right next to me. Okay, so wait, Carl. I don't know if you. Wait, ever... wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Welcome to Grown Folks Business. I'm one of your hosts, Normal Ass Carl. To my right, I, I have, have Big Mouth Cease. To his, his right, right, we got Just Chris Starr. And where can they find us at, Star? As always, you can find us at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And you can get your merch at www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. I'm just glad you're the one that messed it up and not me. Man. It's grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel, not bigcartel.grownfolks.com. See, see, and that's why I had to chill for it. It is www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. All right, as long as the people know. Yeah, definitely. There we go, there we go, there we go. Just had to make sure the air horns work. We have a very special guest in the podcast palace Yes, we do. Um, You all may know her as Murma. My mom. Can we get a round of applause, please? Oh, no, we need air horns for mom. (laughs) Oh, air horns. Mom is turned up. There we go. So can can I speak on this relationship real quick? Sure. I, it's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he always telling me that. So I found it interesting that one of the listeners that I'm friends with, we were just sitting and conversing about 
Wait, conversating? No, Conver- conversing. Okay. You, you actually said it right. <laughs> I don't know how many people texted me like, tell Cece it ain't conversating. Okay, so we were conversing about the podcast, and I found it to be interesting that there are a lot of people that attach to you as a podcaster based upon the stories that you tell about your upbringing and your relationship with your parents. Oh. Um, because we all have exclusive um, relationships with our parents and, you know, this is the experiences that we had growing up. Um, but I always just find it interesting that people really uh, just find themselves feeling kindred to the fact that you have a great relationship with your parents. You talk about it in such an emphatic way. And it's just one of those things that you t- tell that you take a lot of pride in. Yeah. And I thought that, that was cute that somebody Aww. was like, yeah, I don't always agree with everything Star says. <laughs> but but I feel like we're kind of like in the same lane because I feel the same way about my parents. I had that relationship and I know not everybody has that relationship with their true. parents. So it's just good to hear somebody else, you know, be able to be proud of it just like I am. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make sure that I tell her. Thank you. Who was that? I'll tell you later. Oh, dang. I wanted to shout you out, but Big Brown Cease is hating. It was Maggie. If that, Maggie! Yeah, there you go. Hey, Mag. Hey, Mag. Um, so, how are you guys <laughs> I'm doing? I'm calling her Nine Mag just because I've been watching too much TV. So, this is, a, this is a, the episode placement is really interesting because the last time we were here, we were talking about Christmas, which was upcoming. Uh-huh. And when this releases, we'll be in a new year and a new decade. Yeah. So from the last time that we were here, how was your Christmas? I'll start with you, Star. Uh, it was good. Um, just good to be home with friends and family. Uh, a couple of friends were here from out of town, too. So I got to hang out with them. Out of town uh, from where? From Florida. So okay. one of my boys from church, uh, who we grew up tight together. What part of Florida do you live in? Um, Dade County. No. I just, I just, it, it just you sure it's not Dade County? He's in Tallahassee. Mm. That's where T-Pain is from, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tallahassee. That's how I associate it. Hmm. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Any, anything else exciting? Going um. On? I did, did my Christmas get, Eve shopping with my dad. Did you get a lot of cool gifts? I did. Some of which I purchased myself. Okay. What'd you get? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mom is over here laughing. I'm glad she uh, get a kick out of it. I'd be <laughs> laughing too. So. And, and so no, I got a lot of good stuff. One. Uh. One of the cool things, Mom actually did a lot of research, and she's on the Amazon. So she's uh, using the website. I heard about that on uh, the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Facebook. Um, she found one of the cookbooks that we had from childhood and ordered it and gave it to me uh, for Christmas. So that was one of the really cool things that I got. That's cute. Uh, super, super sentimental. It came from one of our old pastors and his wives who have now uh, gone on to glory. And so it was just a real sentimental gift. Um, got some cool headphones. Um, oh, uh, a yeah, neck did. and back massager. Really? Uh, yeah. Is it one of the ones that you drape over your shoulders and yeah, it just kind of does the job? Yeah. Yeah. That was a popular gift this season. I, I heard. Mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing about it. Um, what else I get? I got some cool stuff. Can't complain. Gotcha. Can't complain. Did you give good gifts? I feel like my gift giving was a little lackluster this year, honestly. I'm glad um, that you said that because this is a, there's a point that I'm getting to with this. Yeah. You know, me and my dad went shopping because we always go Christmas Eve shopping. And when we got to the mall, we were kind of like, what are we buying? Like, mm-hmm. what are we here for? Yeah. And then it's also kind of hard to get stuff for people who literally have everything they need. Yeah. So, like, I'm also thinking in the back of my mind, like, anything I get is just going to be clutter or, like, extra if they don't really want it. Mm-hmm. And um, at, our, at our age, we've now, for the loved ones that we have, we've gotten them so many gifts. It's just like. You really got to get creative. Yeah. So, I mean, I got her. Uh, Who's her? My mom. Okay. Got her some perfume. What kind? 
Um, red door. What? what flower we, bomb. What? <laughs> you never heard of red door? No. Uh, now listen. We were not shopping we, at the kiosk heard, in the middle, middle of, of the mall. Door? You never heard of it? Red for My women. Yeah. Red door. It's called Red Door. I feel like that's where My you got where you find apartments. <laughs> Reddoor.com. It's called Red Door. It was in the nineties yeah. though. I was about to say because now they come from the kiosk in the middle of the mall. Oh, for real? Yeah. Talk about plight. Yeah, it's you know. <laughs> hey, I'm sure it was the bomb, but I got her a flower bomb. Flower bomb. Uh, I got myself one too. Um, a different a different shade of. Have we uh, talked sick. about that? You still take baths? <laughs> A flower bomb is when you put it in the bathtub. No, that's, right? that's a fragrance. Oh, <laughs> from, from hey, Victor I'm, and Rolf. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be quiet. Rolf and Victor, <laughs> one of them. Red door and flower bombs is all trash. I was I gonna guess. say them your first two albums. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> flower bomb. Yeah, they both flopped. Oh man. Yeah, I can't. What did I get, Dad? I don't even remember. I got him a Jamba Juice for sure. Well, we know that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we, 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 got we my brother some, some um, body butter because that's what he wanted from your uh, oh, from my friend's company. Interestingly enough, I had lost that container because I wanted to be able to like keep it to order some more, and I just found it yesterday, and that was oh, like the highlight you. of my day. Yeah, it's some good body butter. I got to put that order in before the end of the year. You should have told me too because I just made an order. I might be able to add on. Oh no, so, it's okay. So. I, I can wait for that butter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait for butter. So, so, Carl, Star brings up an interesting point about giving lackluster gifts. I don't give lackluster gifts. No, 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 no. Carl, <laughs> you jumped the gun. That's what you do. Um, but my point was to actually ask, how bad was the gift that you got from your significant other? Because we've had conversations in regards to women giving really bad gifts to their boyfriend. Uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 and not, and not her personally. Just mom, what you o- get, dad? Overall. <laughs> she, got him, she got, him, got him two belts, not and that two was, chains. But that was part of our thing, though, because it's like it's always they ties. Were it's, he don't, he don't, he don't even two have kids belts. to whoop no more. What do you mean belts for? <laughs> you know his pants already fit. Oh man, it's not two even a question. Oh man, we didn't do any gift giving this year, though. Huh? We didn't do any gift giving. It was that bad? No, it's not that bad. It's just my birthday is right next to Christmas and everything. Wait, you got cheated out of a gift because of when you were born? for thirty years. Wow, what are you about? it's always been like that. That's so, but true. wait, you, my mom don't even rap it. She just pull it out. Hey, this is yeah. what I got you. Yeah, <laughs> this year on Christmas she woke me up and was like, "Yeah, this is your Christmas gift." I mean, here's your birthday gift too. I forgot it at the house. It was another one. <laughs> I picked out my birthday gift. It's just like that, man. It, it, it's, it's it's tough times out here, man. So yeah, that's my I've I personally the reason why he's we're having this conversation. We had another conversation about it. I give gifts that are useful to people. So. Right. Like white elephant, all the white elephants I went to this year, I always got something that was useful. And because uh, Doug, our old uh, producer, he ended up getting a Bluetooth speaker from like uh, Ross or something like that. And it was like a $30 limit. And this is the second time in a row that he's gotten a lackluster gift. But, you know, you, you pick up whatever you choose. You, you know what I mean? You don't have The Bluetooth speaker was smaller than my phone. Oh, well. <laughs> and people are getting stuff like like waffle makers, cookbooks. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't like to do because then when you bring it home, you're just like, what am I going to do with this? When I was bringing up all my gifts uh, from coming home today, I was just like, where am I going to put this stuff? Like, thank you. But oh, my gosh. Now yeah. I have to figure out what to do with it. It's just And you re-gift it. I did give. So for uh, Christmas for our white elephant with my family, um, I did pick up. Like a neck pillow, and I was like, all right, that's trash. But then I got lotto tickets. 
Somebody was like, oh, lotto tickets. $25 is worth of lotto tickets? No, it was like $10 worth of lotto tickets <laughs> plus the neck pillow. So, uh, And then someone else brought $30 worth of lotto tickets. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And, man, that set my family into a frenzy because my dad loves scratchers. <laughs> or they were scratchers, not lotto tickets, but my dad loves scratchers. So, we got some scratchers. So he too. was switching up them. on that. So that those are those are the big things. I I just like getting you. I get people thermoses. That's another one like the water bottles. Yeah, thermoses. water bottles, stuff that you're gonna actually use. So then for my my job, uh, white elephant, I got uh, somebody one of those little like heating and cooling mugs that keep the cool uh, air and all that. So that's pretty good. Um, for you guys, when the holidays roll around, how many people do you ref- do you feel responsible for buying gifts for? Just my immediate family. How many people is that? One two. Maybe three or four. Huh. Well, okay. we do White Elephant now because we're the my generation of cousins were older now. Okay. So it's like I'm not buying them no gifts. They 25, Look, 26 years old. I'm not. All my cousins get a bag of Popcornopolis. <laughs> yeah, see, so, that's cool right there. So, right, just so, nice and simple. So what happens in the scenarios where somebody gets you like the surprise gift and you don't have one for them? What happens every year. What's the most appropriate response? Do you like get an envelope and put a little cash in it or slide to the store and get a gift card or do you just well, accept see, the gift for me well it doesn't usually happen with family it usually happens with like friends at church and stuff oh, okay. and so um the good thing is we don't do our shopping till christmas eve so usually we've already had church by the time we go shopping so we're like oh bet this you, person gave us some we gotta get uh, some for them gotta get some for them gotta get created but, a whole inventory of people you wasn't <laughs> planning to shop for you know, sometimes life happens. I mean, we honestly, it's usually people we were going to shop for anyway, hmm. like, quite frankly. But then it's like, okay, don't forget, because we did get the gift from them already. So I, everybody kind of knows that we do Christmas Eve shopping. Very the nice cool. person, they go to the Dollar Tree store and get some gift bags. And then you keep a couple of bottles of cider on hand and you put them in the bag. Mm. They get so happy because they think you've given them the real deal. Bamboozling people since 19. With apple cider. And that's a good yes, point, though, because some of the most random gifts that I appreciated the most weren't the ones where, like, oh, this must have cost this person a lot. Like, they had to put some effort into it. Like, it's, it's one thing to, like, reach in your wallet, pull out the money, and pay for something that's expensive. But if you take the time to, you know, create a basket, put some random stuff in there, like, them, them gifts live on forever. I like that. I'm rolling. Roll it. I just need that They're idea rolling. because I think this year, like, well, this, if not church friends, but from coworkers, like, I got a lot of gifts from people, and I was like, oh, I, yeah, I didn't know you like me that much. Yeah, yeah. And I felt, and I genuinely felt bad because these are people that I do respect. I just, I'm not like, you know, a yeah. big, a big gift giver. But if I would have known I had something coming to me, I would have wanted to appreciate them in the same way. Yeah, it, it's hard, too, because there are some families that are, like, super gift-giving families. Yeah, that's true. And I don't really feel like our family is super gift-giving because yeah. it's, like, we're we're given all the time. So we don't need a special occasion to be like, oh, well, let me get this for you. We're we're just like, oh, yeah, I was shopping. I thought about you. Got this. Like, But we're not, like, super gift-givers. Like, I have friends who will come back with, like, expensive bags, like, $100 and, like, and I'm like, oh, uh, we I never even thought about I would have never even thought to ask for that. Like okay. well, you paid your rent for Christmas. That's a good gift. I she hope said that they happens paid the rent for New for... Year too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it happens for New Year too. <laughs> Says she paid her rent. It's all the time. You pay my rent all the time. <laughs> hey, I'll let you. You know they do adoptions after eighteen. Girl <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a new family. But but that that's an even more interesting notion when it comes to parenting. 
Because again, I know a lot of parents that will go out and spend a large amount of money on their kids for a material possession. But you got to think about it as an adult. Having, I don't want no ha- Having your rent pay, like not having. That is life. Yeah. Like, like that, you that can will change, breathe. That will change the whole trajectory of your year. Of the year. year. Yeah. Of the year. Or your life. Because then the next gift, you can be like, listen, it didn't, it didn't even hit the same as like my rent last year. So I don't know if y'all want to step up and do that again or not. You know? <laughs> well, but no, but then you go into the next month feeling well equipped to handle You're like, all right, I can breathe. Especially no, you headed Christmas. into the next six months, all right, man. Well, because on the 20th, you're paying the rent. <laughs> like, man, I got it. Don't worry, don't worry. It's good. Oh, man. Hey, everybody in the office, Starbucks on me. Yeah. There you go. Let I mean, me not, use the Starbucks uh, gift card and then I'll yeah. pay the rest. <laughs> That's great. Y'all cashed y'all checks? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even need to this time. My okay. checks are cashed before the envelope is open. But okay. wait a minute. So the reason why you asked this question, though, so what are some gifts that a significant other has gotten you? Uh, I got an Xbox one time. Okay. What, <laughs> that was pretty dope. What are some of the worst gifts you gotten? Uh, I mean, the the standard gifts. I don't, I wouldn't even call them the worst gifts. They were just, you know, like maybe there wasn't very Oh, you shouldn't have. And you really shouldn't have. <laughs> right. When somebody give you those gifts, oh, you shouldn't have. And it's like, no, you really shouldn't. Have. I, I never really, okay if you I really never put too much stock in gifts because I can, I can recall times where I would be stressed out trying to get somebody like the perfect gift, and it's really not that important. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, there's twelve other, or there's the twelve other. There's not thirteen Ooh. months in there. There's eleven other months in the year where you can like show your. Oh, I thought you were gonna say twelve other girls. <laughs> no, like, no, yo. Like, let's talk about it. Making a turn for the worse. That's way too complicated <laughs> of a life to live. Um, there's eleven other months in the year where you can show your appreciation for somebody. So don't feel pressured that because Fine. December is here is that you have to, you know, get me a great gift. I think some of the gifts that I've appreciated the most have actually come after Christmas. Cuz you're like out of the out of the mood and you know I know that I'll probably see people that say, "Oh, come here. I got this box in the closet for you." And I'm like, "Dang. It's January 2nd." Like, cool. I like that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just I don't put that much pressure on myself for buying gifts and I just hope that other people wouldn't either. I'm just appreciative yeah, that somebody would want to give me something, in, you know, just because. Father's Day's gifts then. What do you guys do for Father's Day gifts? Huh? Wait, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I'm thinking because I'm on to your point. I'm on your point about if women give really good gifts to men. Well, see, here's the thing, though. And I'll speak on behalf of my dad. My dad is basic. My mom gets C's candy every holiday and she mm. loves it. That's like it. <laughs> That's it. But is it. Valentine's wait, Day. Wait, wait, but is is it is it basic or is it that he knows that she no, he likes has to it? Have a custom See? I forgot to get some. Dang. But a custom made um, box. See, see but you, no, so, you weren't even telling the whole That's not no, basic. No, but yeah, that isn't basic. But, no, I'm saying that to say, like, oh, that's, that's what he does every holiday all the time. And that's it. That's and so it doesn't, it's not that deep as we try to make it like, I have to buy this gift. I have to do Like, this 38 years worth of seeds candy. That's a lot of candy. A lot of candy. I feel like I'm basic too, but I feel like, I don't know. You know, my dad's basic, you know, but. Yeah, and that's all right. Because but I feel my like that's like that for a lot of basic. men, though. It's like, oh, we get him a tie. You know, we get him some for cologne. You know what I mean? Seas candy, that's new. Because usually my grandmother is a person in my family that likes seas candy a lot. Um, but, yes, or we or we pay for him to go out to eat or something like that. You know what I mean? I feel like we just, we, like, collectively, when it comes to those things, we always put stock into, oh, they basically ain't really got to go all out for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my mom even got her grandchild a gift. Uh, Delilah got some treats oh, under the sweet. tree for Christmas. So, good go. job, Grandma. 
transitioning from Christmas, New Year's is approaching. As a matter yes. of fact, uh, people will be just coming down from their New Year's celebrations when this episode releases. Do you guys have plans? Yeah. I'm going to the San Diego Melanin party. The NYU oh. party. So, yeah, feel free to ride through. You're not doing midnight service? Never mind. Carl, uh, what are you doing for New Year's? <laughs> is, your, is your New Year's about to be popping? Because mine probably won't be, so you might want to go next. Or maybe I might want to just get mine out the way. Go ahead. I'll probably be at the house, to be honest with you. I've learned, like, New Year's, man, like, I when I first got back, I would go out downtown or go out somewhere. It's either cold or there's lines or inflated prices, inflated Ubers. Uh, I was talking to this girl from my job. She said she was going out to the Hard Rock. Um, and she said, yeah, it's 120 to get back home. She's like, so I just got a room there. I was like, that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I might do that too. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, so I was like, you know, something like that is like, yeah, I don't know. This time of year, I don't like being, I don't like it being this cold and stuff like that and going out. I'm just that Grinch guy. I don't know why. So look, I tried going out last year. I had a suit on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like, you know, the. What color was it? I just got Navy blue. <laughs> <laughs> it was gray. That was close. Oh, I know that suit. <laughs> no, you, actually, actually, <laughs> I know that. you don't. It got a, it got a vest too, huh? A no, no, no. I I know which suit you're thinking. Red pocket square. No, look, look, but like to his credit, the red pocket square got be weak. To his credit. I, I was inspired by the suit that he's thinking of because I was like, I look really good in this suit. I, <laughs> I was like, I done worn it a couple times. He don't even know. He's known for his suits. Look, I took the suit. Oh, we know when Deacon Cease rolled through. Look, I took the suit to the to my suit person and was like, give me another one just like this. <laughs> and it, it worked out. Right. I just wanted to feel like I was in a new suit, but that's not the point that I was trying to bring right, up. What you want to talk about this new year? Um, I went out last year and I really tried to like. I made a reservation for dinner and I knew where I was going. I called the you know the owner of the place that I was at was actually a dude that I went to high school with. Nice. So I so I set it all the way up, but it just wasn't fun. It was cold. Yeah. That was an issue. It was expensive. Uh, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I know you got it, but no, no, it don't no, no, mean you no, want to spend not even, it. <laughs> not even just that, but like you know, you, I had been planning for that, so it wasn't like I go out every single weekend. So I, I was, right, I was right, prepared right. for the night, so it wasn't like a hard hit to the bank account all at once. Is what I'm trying to Where'd say. Where'd you go out to though? Downtown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's probably hard as heck to get in there. I, I gave up. One of my happiest New Years was when we were with a carload of friends. But we'll be back in a second, and we're back. We had to give Mom a microphone. She was telling too funny of a story for us not to be able to put it on air so let us know about the new year story that you said again start over from the beginning start from the top one of my most enjoyable new years was when i was with a a group of people and we was we was who are you with oh it was hazel and yeah she told us about hazel last episode it was yeah big daddy that's my dad so anyway, I hope so. And, <laughs> Good point. And Peanut was with us too. Uncle Peanut. And so these are nicknames. I'm sorry. And so anyway, we was Hopefully. going. We was we we was used to going clubbing back in the day. And so <laughs> she was fast. We was going from one club to another. So we was stopping at one club. It used to be ten dollars to get in. They talking about uh, fifty dollars a person. We said, oh, that's too high. I so pay it now. We Wait, they, they, didn't, they didn't give the female discount? No, no uh, discount for female on New Year's Eve. Nah, we didn't need so to be in there. It's the same way she said it was, was unheard of. So wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Was y'all, was y'all at the Savoy? 
No, no, no. no. <laughs> Inglewood. I don't know. We was hopping from place to place. So anyway, we hopped and hopped. So each time we went somewhere else, it was getting later and later, closer to New Year's. Mm-hmm. And we thought, we got to get somewhere so we can kiss when it's New Year. <laughs> so anyway, we was hurrying to get to club the club. So we got to another club. They talking about, $100, $100 each to get in. And they were talking about, is there a discount? Just like you guys mm-hmm. were saying, is there a discount for the lady? No, everybody mm-hmm. pay $100 Dang. a night. We was like, oh, no, no. So we kept driving around, driving around. So then we wind up leaving from our area to Hollywood. We said, we'll find somewhere in Hollywood to go uh, party. And we got to Hollywood. Here come this white lady wearing like a leopard jacket. And she going, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And she spread it whipped cream, whipped cream all in our windshield. <laughs> she was trying to rob y'all. She like wanted this. y'all to stop so she could rob you. So we could see good and dry. And so then we had to use our hands and try to get the whipped cream. Oh, wow. Wow. And they were still driving, you know, it was oh, funny. Duh. So then later on we was going, we had to we backtrack and went back closer to West LA and whatever. So by that time, somebody had to go to the restaurant. <laughs> so oh. it was like, you can't get in a club because you got to pay yeah, money. Yeah, that's true. That's so a good point. So somebody, we go to this parking lot. One of the men, I don't remember oh. who it was. Oh. But anyway, they was getting ready to urinate. I can't wait for dad to hear this. It was, oh. so, it was bright it was lights. It was bright lights. Oh. So they was trying to turn so nobody would see them. And we said, we think the police coming. Oh. <laughs> it was a crazy night. But we had the most fun that night. I'll never forget and that. And you night. never got into a club. Not that night. We didn't get into a club that night. <laughs> a kiss on the street. We and, had a good time, though. It was one of our best. New Year's I'll ever recall. And, and, nice. and to that point, just the, the like how New Year's is set up, it's a night where you typically stay up later. You know what I mean? Like your 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 evening goes For into no the later reason. portions of the night. Um, so I think some of my best New Year's have just been when I've been able to be surrounded by as many friends as possible. And when people say like, well, well why was it so great? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I couldn't really tell pinpoint anything that happened except for the fact that I was around my, my people. Um, so what I would like to do, and I probably won't be able to do it this year, but I think I want to throw like a, a New Year's quote unquote party, but not like a party party. Like not a party. Yeah. Just a party. At your house? <laughs> uh, at your Because <laughs> there's a difference between a party and a party. No, but you know? wait a minute. No, at no, your house? Not a party. Not a party. Hey, I know C's for five years. He ain't never invited me over. Yeah, the only time no, I'm invited over. If C's have a party, he gonna have socks for us at the door. Take his shoes off. Here's no, a pair bl- of socks. No, the blue ones, the ones that you could wear at the hospital. The hospital. Yeah, socks. he gonna definitely have you wear one. Hey, of those. you know it's funny because it's gonna be somebody listening to this podcast and be like, yeah, I, I, I didn't wear the socks before. <laughs> Check out savvy socks. Get your savvy socks for oh, New Year's Eve. All right, all right. Um, so what what are, what are we doing for New Year's? Do you know? Did you? S- a San Diego Melanin party. Oh, that's right, Carl. And then what about you? Uh, I'm going to be at the house unless you're throwing a party at your house and I'll come mess your stuff up. So. Um, no, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laying low for New Year's this year. I ain't got no plans and I don't feel like at this point. Wait, what'd you do for Christmas, though? Did you stay home then? Yeah, I was just at my day. I, I slept for like 12 hours that day. Man, you know, people over here are underestimating that sleep right now. Look. Sleep is everything. No, and and I and I had to. I had like a nine-hour night one time. I had to make a very conscious decision because during this time, just based upon the holidays, it's a shorter month, which means that the work that needs to get done in the month has to be done in a condensed amount of time. Um, And I told myself that the gift that I was going to give myself was just to take a break. Because sometimes to like go from house to house and be worried about who's going to get you a gift, and people saying show up at this time and they mad because you late. Like you, we all have the right to say, you know what? 
I'm going to do for me this year. And, and, and it's just the day I'm still just as appreciative of the gift of Christmas. Um, and I just kind of wanted to be by myself. Me and my dad went out to an early lunch. We came back. We talked for a little bit. He went to his room and I knocked out. And I felt good. My brother woke me up on the couch like, oh, this is what you're doing? <laughs> this is our Christmas, bro? And, and this is what you on? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, come see me on New Year's. I'll be in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to have the sex worker conversation. Mm. We going to do that today, Cece? I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. Not today. Listen, the only reason I say that is because. <laughs> Mom, you a guest. No, no, no. Chill. I'm going to tell, tell you why, I'm going to tell you why, though. Because remember, the, the original synopsis for the podcast was is that we grew up in a time where our parents were able to give us as much as they could based upon the experiences that they lived in. But we're currently growing up and maturing in an age that they would have they could have never, never expected. Foreseen. And really, a lot of what's going on right now, we're then having to teach them. And so one of the things that I see in abundance currently in the times that we're living in is the stigmatism of sex workers changing from something that was previously looked at, as, you know, even the name. When I grew up, they were they were um, prostitutes. prostitutes and hookers. And, 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 and now it's like, you know what I mean? I see people legitimately talking about rights for sex workers and if, if a woman so chooses to use that as a form of, of getting herself of yeah getting herself compensated then who are we to then judge her for that and if anything we should create a, a safe space for her to do so because obviously one she's making the choice to do it and two there's a clientele for it so carl i'm gonna ask you as a young man are you looking down on one of your friends if he pays for sex no why why is that and was there a time that you would have had a different frame of frame of thought no because i mean i personally wouldn't okay uh i do have friends that have done that you okay. know what i mean but uh i mean that's that's just that's them i value my money a little bit more than you know putting it in that type of form of currency to be honest star if are you, we including strippers in this i think we have to which are not necessarily sex workers no no no. i, th I think we, i think we have to they're in I, the sex oh! I think they classify as sex workers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, they're not uh, not for sex though. No, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the sexual sphere. Yeah, things. and I feel like mo and this is telling too much, but I feel like most strippers I know is just it's just the price tag to get to that threshold. You know what I mean? So it's like they're strippers. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but you say the right price. All right, bet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've already crossed the line where it's like, well, if this happens, I I'm not, I'm not just gonna do it off GP, but. If the price is right, I can't really pass that up because I've been doing it with dudes and not getting nothing out of it. Right, facts. So, Star, if you meet a dude and he's inclined to partake in, you know, purchase, purchasing sex, are you looking at him differently? Well, let's define sex worker. A person whose work involves sexually explicit behavior, especially a prostitute. That's a stripper, then. That's yeah, just That's I'm just not, on one. I don't really care about the stripper as much, but, it, like, paying for actual sex, yeah. I'd be like, mm, Why? Okay. Like, and then he gives you an explanation. Where do you go from there? I don't know. But then, but what you're saying is, unless it's a very compelling explanation, that's seem that's going to be a turnoff to you. Because for me, <clears throat> when it comes to like people paying for the actual interaction of sex, uh, like red flags go off for me because I'm like, what is it about your social, like your social skills that don't allow you to just meet someone and have a genuine connection and just have sex? Maybe okay. So what if the person's response was is that they had previously been oversatiated with sex, so they needed to pay for an experience where they could dictate it to the way we can't they... be together because I'll never satisfy you. Okay, yeah, and that's a, that's a really good point. Like, I'm sorry. That's a really good point. At that point, point we, what am what am I here for? If you're gonna have to go somewhere else to get what you need, no. 
if if somebody that you knew approached you and said that they wanted to take on that lifestyle as a profession, what would be some of the advice that you'd give to them? Carl, I'm gonna ask you next too. Healthy, happy, safe. Okay. Would you would you try to talk them out of it? It depends on who it is. Why? What they're uh just because you know Oh, okay, yeah. I like there are some people where you're like, if you're doing this, you are in need of something and where are you not getting the support, what can I do for you? Then there are other people who are like, I just wanna do it. Yeah. And for you know, I have friends on both sides or I'd be like, I wouldn't be surprised if you did that. Like, okay, live your best life, be safe out here. Like but then there are some people who, if they were to do it, you'd be like, bro, what do, happened? Do you feel like the stigmatism is different if it's a man versus a woman? Because, you know, oh, we, we have a new follower um, and <laughs> and he is a, a, a professional entertainer of the, of the sexual variety. Um, but it's like I definitely get my jokes off. No, no, no. And so that's the point. <laughs> I, that's, I don't. Get. I feel like if it was if I mean, whatever the female equivalent could be, we wouldn't be laughing like we do. I think I don't know. I feel like men strippers are corny though. Like for my birthday, because yeah, most women don't like male entertainment. It's not too. as exciting yeah. as the women's one. If we're being honest, what woman do you know that, or, or how many women do you know that like like male entertainment? Most women I've met I, like to go to female places. I went for my birthday to Men of Sapphire, and like it was funny, but we weren't sitting there like woo, like yeah. It was like it was all jokes the whole time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are y'all serious? I'm dead serious. Yeah. Y'all don't know women. That... I've met more women that like to go to like female strip. They have clubs to be the I, like super I... raunchy. Like I can pick up any size woman and flip them over. <laughs> like those are the only ones that are like the I good like ones. That. That when you see funny, him pick up Big Bertha and flip her over his shoulder and then land up on top of her, then you're like, oh. You like, know a host of but women it's more that exciting like male entertainment spots. I, I know a host of women who paid their hard-earned money to frolic with these men. How old are they? <laughs> good, I was about to good, say. Good question. I was no, about to say the person's name because one of them was my cousin. Um, you didn't even have to say all that. You how turned old? Into me. She doesn't listen. Okay. She don't like me. Um, <laughs> I don't care. So what's her name? <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, um, she's in her forties for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's the age it's bracket. It's an older client, but again, Is but again, she single? No, no, no. Huh? Is she single? Sometimes. Okay, she, there she, it is. Her her persona is being in that scene. So that's one cousin. Then I have another, like an ex cousin, because she used to be married to one of my cousins, who actually runs an industry. She the Vivica Fox of Chocolate City. Uh, she's like a she's like a curator of, of of sexual vibes. Okay. Like she she throws the little passion parties. Okay. Um, she she hold she gets Carl. What you got to say about passion parties? Don't see no. Just that and everything you're saying right now. I don't see women in the twenty to thirty age bracket doing no, no, passion no. parties. I, yeah. I, I, I think I think the type you're thinking of a very specific type of woman. I looked at the people that was on this person that that follows us now. Like a lot of them are like in their forties and fifties. I believe that too. Yeah. <laughs> they trying to. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ma, you know who we talking about? <laughs> you know Steve? No, no, you know no, Steve? No, no, I just had a little. Is that his real name? <laughs> I just had a tickle in my throat. So did she. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up if you hit my mom. But you know that that's what she said. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna beat you up the head with these funny watches. I just wanted to have the conversation because I, I I've been surveying Twitter here recently on this topic specifically, and it's just blown me away. And I guess in a positive manner, how people have been supporting individuals who choose to take this on as a lifestyle, as opposed to demonizing them because it's something so far removed. With Man, you can get money off of it. And and I think it has a lot to do with like. We're in but I, oh. a true like women's empowerment, yeah, type of thing. So before 
it felt like oh they're doing that because they don't have another choice uh-huh. like men are making them like uh-huh. it was and it was very like oh that's so sad but now it's like women being like well actually if you told me my whole life this is my most valuable asset run me my dough yeah you'll need like, a degree to do it i mean and and I, and I feel like it's the equivalent of i've known people for a number of I, i've known women for a number of years, and this is like going back to my childhood, but that where I'm like, where I, I, I've always recognized you to have like a stable residence, clothes, cars. But and the only, what were you doing for employment? And, and, and you never actually had a job. And uh-huh. then as I got older, I started to realize like, oh, uh, you always had a boyfriend with the chain and the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that, that- It's been going on for years. I have a, no, I'm gonna say that. I have somebody <laughs> in my life where I'm like, oh, it like one day it just clicked. I bet. Like you're a female gigolo. Mm-hmm. You know but see, y'all I mean? say that y'all. But see, now that I, you know, I am thirty now, so I've seen. Oh. There's a girl that I see, know. What would you see? I've just seen like the other you side. You seen of the your twenties? No, that's my twenties. <laughs> I seen the other side of the coin because in that industry, well, there's. There, I mean, there's people out there that have a taste for like you know older women and stuff like that. But in that industry, I the watched. The, I watched the girl strip for you know seven, eight years. How often? She stripped every day. She stripped out in uh, L.A. What's that big club out there? Um, Which one? Uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not Rhino, gonna pinpoint. Spearman, 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 Spearman? No, not that. It's like near. <laughs> it's like near downtown though. Deja vu. Uh, she she's been there. Oh, Sam's. Nah, that's not it. It's something diamonds I don't maybe. Know. Thanks, mom. <laughs> but anyway, like she that's was. You went after ice she cream, saved girl. all her money up, came back home, and like opened legitimate businesses. Hmm. Like like real legitimate businesses. I, I mean, mean, and it's it's one of those things too where it is a slippery slope, right? Because the more, like, I wouldn't want that for my relatives. I wouldn't want that for my cousins. I wouldn't want that life for your kids. My kids. I I would not want that, and I would be adamantly against it. But I also realize that there are some people where that is where they feel like their true value is. That is what they feel like they have to truly offer the world. And that's it. And so my thing is like, if you're going to do it, be healthy, happy, and safe and have a plan. Cause it's not going to last forever. He likes playing Just what like is. athletic. What? I said, you like playing what if. No, I like, I like creating episodes yeah, for I, the podcast. We don't have experience that, in everything no, we're talking that's, about. That, that's not a what if. That's a let's, I've, I've been having this conversation with myself or I've been having this conversation with strangers via, or strangers via Twitter. Let me bring it to my podcast. But if so you had a daughter though, would you be okay with her like in that industry? If she was like that, this, this I, is what I want to do. This is where I'm at. I mean, see, the clarity is different when you personalize. No, 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 but yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because even a cousin is kind of far removed. You know what I mean? So if it was like, but it, okay, so are, are are we equating like if I have a daughter and I notice or a son she, too, if you that, that she it. always got nice stuff and it's and she ain't worked for, like you know. So what's the difference between? Well, here's like, the thing: like, she worked like giving, for it. Hold giving up, your, hold giving yourself the title or just having like random boyfriends that shower you with gifts. I wouldn't want either for my my daughters. I mean, if she was able to play the game, then by all means. Because I would have hoped that at that point, I would. I'm just saying. I, I because again, what, Christian values. Okay. So I'm <laughs> oh, no, no. And, 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 and I'm rolling with that, but that doesn't. Her, that doesn't. But, it doesn't. I can still do whatever I want to do. And no, that. that regardless it, of how it was raised. And, and, and but, it would be like that for. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying about like, like me raising her would then put her in some like higher echelon not to be susceptible. Like you could be susceptible to like negative things regardless. For sure. What I'm saying is, is to give her enough like information and enough tutelage to be like just be smart like if you're gonna make it your kids are going to make a decision 
you know regardless. what I mean? Yeah, so I so my goal isn't to keep them from things that they might need to go through. Like that might be the thing that God put in their place to show them the 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 higher level that they could be living at. I've had to experience those things, so I'm not gonna like try to interfere with what God has planned. What I'm going to do is try to instill them with the values of of safety and you know like valuing yourself and knowing your worth and knowing that you can make a mistake and come back from it. Because God forbid they engage in that, and then I I, I shame too embarrassed to tell you. Yeah, and then I shame. Yeah, and then I shame them, and then they don't feel like they can come to me. Like my kids are going to do what they're gonna do, and I'm not gonna put the I'm not gonna put these stipulations on my parenting and how that affects my kids because again like we talk about why we have this podcast by the time i have a child and they're able to make these decisions it's going to be a world i will probably know little to nothing about Mm -hmm. so it it goes way beyond me trying to keep them from doing things now how would i feel about it of course like i don't want my little daughter giving up her for jj for money it ain't even a lot of money girl yeah but but then you get to (laughs) i feel like as a parent you get to a point where you know what your kids is going to be doing like, did you know what I was going to be doing, Mom? Did you no, know that she was going to have a I good head on her shoulders? I still don't know. Because <laughs> things change. Everything keeps changing. But do you feel confident in what you I, were able I, to instill in her as a child? All I know is that, well, I used to say we. We did our best. That's all I know. And so that's that's my point, is that, you know, I would do my best, but if my daughter came that's to me and said, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing, I still have an obligation to love my daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. and, and if anything, if she's telling me something that I'm worried about, I have an obligation to love her that much more. Yeah, and it's, To yeah, let her know that maybe me. if she feels like she's, because maybe she's getting compensation or getting money from these things, but she's really looking for something else, like something that is not tangible. Like, that's where I come in as a father, where I should be giving her those things where she doesn't need to reach for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And hopefully my money's well enough where she ain't got to be asking nobody for money neither. Hello. We should do a case study on strippers. Huh? And sex workers. <laughs> I bet you would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm it's serious. Also, like, I know, like, I'm just yeah, being yeah, silly. It's right. also interesting, too, right? Because they're, in addition to, like, the rights and everything, there's, like, a super glorification of it. Yeah. Like, you know, we we look at the Cardi B's of the world. We look at the Meg Thee Stallions mm-hmm. of the world, the Cash Dolls. I don't know what City Girls history is, but Summer like, Walker. Summer Walker. Like, we look at these things and it's like, these are also the women who are making it mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, I've had moments where I was like, dang. I should have went that road. I'd have been bowling. And and but- I and even beyond and even beyond like engaging in the same activities as them, I feel like a lot of people then can relate. It's like I wasn't a stripper before, but I was just a normal person doing what I needed to do to make, to it. make it. And now you're a superstar. So that means my norm no pun intended, my normal ass can <laughs> can do something similar. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like I can overcome my situation. It may not be stripping, but in my mind I feel like it's just as stigmatized as stripping because I work at a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like, who, who's more proud? The person that works at McDonald's or the person stripping? Probably the stripper. I mean, one of them got a lot more money to show for it. I, but I'm just saying, though. But, then, <laughs> but Hopefully. Then, but then at the end of the day, you, you say that, but then at the end of the day, what the what we would assume that most, free money. What most parents would then want for the child. Like, go work at the McDonald's. We don't want you to, you know what I mean? But Yeah, but I think also what we're also missing, too, and the, and the fear that I would have in regards to that, or even like like friends, family, whoever it may be, my own children and stuff, is like the lifestyle that comes with it. You know it's what I mean? Fast. The repercussions. Yeah. I mean, it's you got, you're, you're, you're hanging out with, you know, men. You know what I mean? There's a drug scene that's also involved mm-hmm. in that, too. There's a whole lot of things that's well, involved that I think it's, needs to be part of that get stigma. Most people get stage and get off and go home. There's, yeah. there, there's no essence of independence and autonomy. It In order for you to engage in these things, you always have to incorporate one other person where you never really know what their angle is or what their intentions are. So it's always a crapshoot. Even if you've had seven years of doing it, making great money, and nothing ever happened to you, that eighth it year only be- takes one exactly. Time. And it's mm-hmm. always a volatile situation to make some money. Where you, at the end of the day, if the worst happened to you, you think to yourself, the money was never even worth it. 
what actually happened. Okay, okay, so we're going to get into it, right? You guys ready for questions by Cease? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Questions by Cease. You going to jump the gun? Oh, you have it? I thought you're not plugged in because my mom is plugged in. Oh, is, oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah. We can't do it. Bring. Boop, boop. Gotcha. Questions by Cease. Okay, so we're at the end of a decade, right? Mm-hmm. Carl just hit 30. That means he's he, we've all lived, lived at least three decades. Uh-huh. What's been your favorite decade? Was it zero to 10? Was it 10 to 20? Was it 20 to 30? Or is it the current decade that you're living in for you, Star? Carl can't speak to that. Hmm. Like have have these have these initial two years within this current decade for you made you feel like this will be the best decade yet? I don't know because there are highlights from each one that is so unique to that decade. Like for example, you um, just tell us your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Star, Star, play me. Star, want to tell us about all three decades? So no, like, no, I was hey, just gonna give like, your podcast because a lot of <laughs> right, a lot of it for me is connected to music, right? Sure. So we had the nine nine two thousands. We had Nelly taking over. We had Snoop. We had all these things that were like fire okay. in the thousands to the ten, mm-hmm. and then but and that was college, that was high school. Like that's a special time. Like I don't think things will really top that. Well, so you're saying it's the specialist, but but pero. However, the 10 to the 19 is fire, too. In what way? Because, like, I'm a full-blown adult. Uh-huh. I'm living my best life. Okay. I went to, you know, places that were on my bucket list for life. Yeah, yeah, They've already been done. Okay. Um, So I need to redo some bucket listing. But, like, that's dope, too, to just be able to live and, you know, live your best life, truly. Do you feel like the decades that you've had that have been uh, the moments in the decades that you've experienced that have been like the utmost that you feel like you'll be able to top those or that the, nothing will ever compare to those? I don't, I don't compare them. I just take them for what they are. Okay. So like that decade was fire because of this, this decade is fire because of this. And the next one is going to be fire because I'm fire. So it'll just be a different level of dope, a different type of dope. Gotcha. We're going to so talk about I'm you fine. being fire too later on. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and we're also going to talk about the fact that you always take the question and create a new question and answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, I learned that from Zootopia. <laughs> Carl, what, Zootopia. About, <laughs> what about you, sir? What Can you say that you've had a decade that's been better than the other two? I was thinking about while she was talking, 10 to 20 was great. Okay. Tell me why. Like 10 to 20 years old. Tell me why. Um, play, I was playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I was traveling a lot playing sports. I, I, I went to college for two years of that, you know, that decade, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and my freshman and sophomore year were some of the, the, the best times I had had in college, just running around with people, kind of formulated uh, a lot of relationships that, you know, kind of still exist to this day uh, with, with those people. Um, and it kind of just set the tone for now. A lot of those, a lot of those decisions I made from ten to twenty set me up from twenty to thirty so far. You know, right. so that's what I, I like about it the most. Now, you know, credit to what Star said, twenty to thirty was cool too. But I look at the fact that ten to twenty like set me up to be in this position though. Wow. So, yeah. So what about you? What decade you like the most? Because you almost forty, so you almost got four decades. <laughs> Hey, I'm a big guy. Hey, hey, he, wait, he's Carl, trying to be docile. I'm gonna get it out of him. No, no, no. So I thought about Carl's point because differently than both of you, I'm in a couple of months. I'll be halfway through this current decade. Yeah. Um, and so there has been a lot of significant milestones, but this was an easy question for me. It was zero to ten. What? My childhood was great. You remember zero to five? <laughs> 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 That's the question that I got. Put it like I this. Remember. He used to sleep, poop, eat. Burp, he I, was good. Even if I don't remember the, the the thing specifically, I have pictures, so that always helps you to like jog okay, your memory I, I of, give having, you that. of having certain experiences. 
Um, and I just loved being a kid. I was a awesome kid. <laughs> it, it's true. Like I remember, I, I remember I, during that time, I was one of the youngest kids in the family. So I was like the baby of the family. So that was always great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people that I, I truly hold near and dear to my heart were still living at that yeah. point. So I got to enjoy that. Um, we've spoken about how the holidays have changed when certain people have gone home. So just remembering like the big holiday celebrations where my grandmother would probably start like six days in advance just to put smiles on everybody's faces. Like that was incredible before you had to worry about bills and stuff like that. Right. That part. Yeah. I I remember those times and even like the, you know, the, you know, I have a younger brother. He was born during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, that was towards the end of that decade. And the relationships that I had with my cousins were like brother and sister relationships. Now they all have families of their own. So we're not able to like, you know, be in contact with one another as much. And I was looking at a meme online and it was these two these uh, two dudes in suits walking into the room. And it's like the way you look to your mom and your auntie when you're trying to get your cousin to be able to sleep over after Christmas. <laughs> and that used to be a full on thing. Like we would be in the room planning. like, All okay, right. So, so you, you go, go say, in there and then we're going to do this. No, you, you know, ask, she'll say yes first. You got to ask her. Yeah. Because then it'll, it'll, my mom will say yeah if your mom say yeah but if your mom say no we screwed those (laughs) were great times um and i feel like a lot of the things that i hang my hat on as an adult were things that i experienced during that period um and even when i think about like you know potentially being a father myself like i want to be able to recreate that for my kids like i want that zero that decade to really be a strong foundation and platform for how they should expect happiness to kind of just be bestowed in their lives therefore and that's what i was thinking about too because even then like remember you used to get dressed to go to somebody's house Mm -hmm. i don't even get dressed no more i wear like sweats to my aunt's house all the time and then my mom and dad they came a little late and my dad, my uncle was like, well, you know, he probably in there getting dressed, but he get over there getting dressed to go to people's houses. And I'm like, man, I remember like my mom used to like put jeans on me and stuff. And you sit in somebody's <laughs> living room hot, you know, because the oven on or something like that. You go outside, play catch with your new football or something like that with your cousins or scooters and stuff. So, yeah, you're right. I, I'll give you that. that, that I that still was. get dressed. Do you? Well, oh, but see, I'll go to different people's houses, though. And you're different. You're, you're a presenter. <laughs> like you're, you're walking in wanting people to be like, girl, look at them shoes. I have arrived. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, and, Car- and Carl's more of a simple being, you know? It's not... It's not as complicated. I definitely wear this what I have on right now to somebody's house for it. We know, because yeah. you wear it here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Me and Star both come in with jeans, and here you come with a... I know. I'm at home, I just sorta. got off the road today, <laughs> so I'm really dressed down. It's but fine. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, okay. Thanks for the for the feedback. <laughs> um, this is, like, totally on, on another line, but Star, as a female, you've online dated. Yes. What What's a... Mine got hacked the other day, too. Well, okay, tell me a little bit about that before I ask. I was on the yesterday. I was on the phone speaking to Doctor April because I had a little something in my back, and then all of a sudden it was like <laughs> notification, 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 notification. You match, you match, and I was like, I haven't done any matching. I oh, looked at my profile. It's some girl from. She looked like, she looked like she may have been from. Where's the girl from on Ninety Day Fiance? Um, with the, the big no no with the big white dude. Oh, uh, with the curly hair, Ukraine, Ukraine. She yeah. looked like somebody from Ukraine, and then all of a sudden it was like, "You matched." Hi, what's up? What's up? What's up? She's saying this to all these people, and then it's like, "Here's my credit card number. Click on my link." And I'm like, "Can y'all solve this? Like, this girl, <laughs> it's not even my picture anymore. <laughs> like, you the commitment to, to the hack. Your so OnlyFans like, is uh, active. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pause. Okay, so right, so uh, yes, so, I've so online dated. When it comes to online dating, have you ever been wild by first line? 
Maybe when it first came out. Because I feel like isn't that isn't that like a big thing? Like don't start off cheesy, or it kind of ruins the whole interaction thereafter. Or is it one of those things where you know how hard it is to like come up with something catchy, so it's like you'll just kind of go with the flow. I feel like if it's too catchy, you've copied and pasted that to everybody. Okay. Like it can't be too catchy. Give me give me something corny that was like seemed a little fabricated. Oh my god, Ma, I came across your profile and I just had to stop and say hi. You are so beautiful. Mm. But that's okay, but what if that's true? That don't work. Though. It usually is true, but like it's it's there it's an energy. Like you can tell when it was like I'm typing this from the heart versus this is a copy and paste. Hmm. So like it just you can tell. Carl, what was your go-to? I'm not getting the hey, my line off, though. Cause hey, then that, well, Cause, cause like, I'm going to tell you what, we sl- had this conversation. The, the we differ from other brothers that use that 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 terminology in that sequence, too. Well, no, because it's, it's like. It's me licking my lips. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's what I was going to say. What like, what if you lick your lips before you start a statement. And you then, bird man rub. You get the bird man hand rub. So, so for a, a, a gentleman of, of your type, what would be the line that you would feel most comfortable starting off the interaction? If I'm going to start off, any interaction I ever start off with, I start off with that person. Like I try to make it genuine to like separate myself from everyone else. Give me an example. So if I if if we matched or something, or you popped up on my notification, I'm like, hey, my name's Carl. How you doing? Did you have a good week? Well, they already know your name. All right. Well then, <laughs> sometimes they don't. Na- na- sometimes they don't. Because oh, ma- yeah. maybe if I put Carl, but I didn't say, oh, my, or hey, my name's Carlise, but I go by Carl or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you know? give your government? Uh, he just spell it with a C. <laughs> I don't know if I give out my government. It might be the other way. I don't know. So you know, what's your name? You can call me Star. Yeah, something like it, it's something like that. I don't think. No, they do give out first names. My, my it first depends on the site. Some are like you have your alias and others. Yeah, if it's something where I just like, hey, my name's Carl or something like that. But then I'll just ask. I'll make it personal. Like, how's your week going or whatever. You know what I mean? Something basic to keep the floor open. Then I'll talk about mine. Okay. Yeah, I had this one dude who was like. He sent me the the eyes emoji with the hard eyes. No, just the regular, like the looking eyes. Gotcha. Like this, like sideways eyes. But it's just the eyes. <laughs> I like it. That's the one I meant. I didn't even look up at him because I was like, "Well, if they can't see it, I don't want to see it." Either. <laughs> it's just the eyes, not in a face. Literally, yeah. just the looking eyes. Oh, I know what you mean. The two uh, eyes. The yeah. two eyes, yeah. no face attached. And then I was like, "Uh, hi." And then he was like, he said something, and then got mad because. He was like, I was trying to initiate a conversation with you. I said, sir, you didn't use any words. <laughs> was like, he young? No. Oh, okay. It was a- I was like, you didn't use words. I, I don't know how that works. That brings up another interesting point is people's, uh, how they interpret rejection. Because sometimes it may not just, you know, sometimes people online date just to make themselves feel better. Like, I want to feel pretty today, so I want to see, you know, people kind of like. see if anybody got something to say. But then some people are like so into it that they get offended and yeah. then in turn respond rudely yeah. how do you, how do you deal with that um i mean it depends on what they say some like i remember this one guy he went from like oh you're so beautiful to like you will you need to lose weight anyway and i was like it didn't stop you from saying hi yeah oh yeah. oh and then i just like usually laugh like saying like oh no keep it going don't don't stop don't mm-hmm. stop now keep that energy. like i have an older brother this is weak this is weak sauce i'm used to like i'll sometimes i, I speaking of which somebody just came at you <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, hold on. Let me get these questions. Speaking of it, someone just came. Oh, we, I see where you was yeah. going. Hey, hey he potting this look, next look, decade. Look. This, dec- this next decade, he's potting Perfect now. vision, baby. Oh, okay, I but see you. Can I say something? Go Certainly. ahead. Oh, when I was in college back in the day. <laughs> Y'all was online dating? It was this, no, it wasn't online dating. It was online dating. <laughs> 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 That's your vision for 2020. I'll give you that one for the next decade. Oh, okay, man. okay. So 
<laughs> was this dude. He said, well, he was trying to get to know us. So, and me. Uh, and us. Friend, <laughs> two of us. Mom, what kind of establishment? Hold on. Anyway. Pause. What kind of establishment was y'all running? We was in she the said camp. pause, but everything we is still the, going. <laughs> we was in pause. the school cafeteria. Oh, okay. So anyway, he was trying to buy us an ice cream. Hey. Damn, so man. She living a good we time. Said, good she living days. a good time. <laughs> we said, we said, no, thank you. Oh, and this, this dude, he was crazy. We found out he was crazy. I'm glad oh we God. did. He said, that's what's wrong with the black women. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah, oh, at least we know brothers they, was keeping that same stupid energy for over the other. thinking like. Just because we buy you something, we want something in return. So he got all mad at us. So we said, good thing we found out about that, brother. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That ice cream trade-off ain't, ain't, ain't equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? That ice cream trade-off is crazy. Oh, man. So, so keep, just keeping with that energy, I do have two more questions by C. Spastar. I think it's appropriate for us to kind of like delve into an interaction that you had online with one of our listeners. Um, Go ahead, get get the messages out. Yeah, uh, or or just give us a, whatever you feel comfortable with. Because again, Pete, well, I'll, I'll let you. You know, you sent some uh, text messages to the group chat, um, and I just want you to kind of speak to the interaction that you had. Yeah, so I was trying to get them to get their friends. So no, let me. Or and I guess just to kind of uh, narrate this a little bit. How did the conversation even start? Because I'm in the dark. I just seen it, right. and I'm I'm way out of context. So uh, you know, we'll post a snippet of an episode to our IG and Facebook. And then this person took it upon themselves to offer their unsolicited opinion on my life as well as speak over my life and added me. So of course, in my opinion, if you're going to add somebody expect a response. Wait, 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 can, so again, you know, I love to play devil's advocate and mm-hmm. I just want to be us to be able to have a, a fair conversation right yeah. now. Um, and given the fact that the other person isn't here to kind of speak to what you're saying, is it really unsolicited given the fact that we're public figures now? Um, I think it's if we we do things where we're like, oh, comment on this, comment on that. And people often will put their opinions on things and like it is what it is. But this one was like deep. So so without knowing the full context from where I'm standing right now, I feel like this is the equivalent of the, of the opinions that people gave on me after Carl was uh, so bold in saying that. But what was it that I was narcissistic mm. and. Uh, all those other things and people jumped online and was like yep we agree yeah he do I, I've been waiting for somebody to say it so would you, would you feel like that's and, and you know and I, I took it when stride. they did that was that the snippet that we used though no I wasn't on the snippet I don't no, I think maybe we did I think did. we used I, that I, snippet I think we did. so I then it was like I'm also commenting on what's actually being presented so wait so, so what the, was presented was us having a conversation about Carl's come up and when I was like the beard like that whole part was a snippet. Oh, okay. So yeah. But if, to be fair, like what he's saying too, it's though, true. this is your first moment though that to finally like gets. I feel like me and him had one earlier though. I you, do. You think so? I think so. But this is your. That's why I said it's her Carmelo Anthony. You know, same thing. Like you know. So he put, "Damn, I hated to hear you say your goal is to find a man that makes more money than you. Good men run from women that are mostly focused on money. My wife and I met when we keyword had no money." Now we have money and real love. I promise you, I promise, comma, you won't find real love looking at things like that. Okay. Sad. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. I was, I was rolling until the comma. Oh no, I didn't. I had to insert the comma because I was reading it. Oh no, no, I know. I'm just saying, like at that point, I promise you won't find real love looking at like, things to, like to, that. Like to make it to make. Don't, don't 
speak on to, my life. Well, no, and I was going to say to make a judgment like that makes it like, well, if you don't do what I'm saying, then, you know, these are, but everything. Uh, and so maybe it was just worded poorly, but I feel like the overall sentiment was one that I've shared on this podcast. Fair. Okay. So my response is, is it wrong to assume you two met fairly young? Okay. Because in my opinion, if y'all meet and y'all didn't have no money, obviously you were young because I don't know what person who is like established is going to be like, yeah, I'm okay meeting somebody with no fair, money. Fair. Like, no, when okay. you're young, absolutely. You can just be in love and have fun. Well, no, no, no. And, and uh, you're, you're right. And that's probably more digestible, but that is not across the board. Like you could have what you have right now, meet somebody that's broke. And at some point y'all could reach a, you know, an, an even you can. point. Yeah. So anything is possible. Okay. Is that what cage? <laughs> anything is possible. That was part of this decade, wasn't it? That was part of this decade. I'm pretty sure. Cause what, 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then he responds in college. My point is the love grew genuinely then financially, which is how it's supposed to be. You see again, I'm rolling with everything outside of supposed to be, because again, it's like, well, this is what I've experienced. So everybody else's successful experience has to be this way or it starts off with love and then money grows that's and then so my response was that's your love story not mine okay which i didn't think was spicy or anything like simply that's your love story that won't be mine because sure. i'm not in college no more it's not even possible sure um so and then i said college come on bro i know you don't expect me to have the same standards i had when i was in college and i was like laughy face good day to you We'll be discussing this on the episode. I'm glad your situation worked That's out. That's why he you. deleted it. <laughs> I, see, I see why he deleted it. Right? Right. That's kind of like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I, and then I, I, said, a, I have a platform to talk about you. I'm not going to say his ad no, name. No, he or kept going. Either. And I said, I'm glad your situation worked out for you, which I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah. Divorce rate is 50%, regardless of how people met. And then he said, uh, you don't have a love story, though. You're single. Wonder why? And that's when I was like, first of all, why do people equate marriage with having a love story? I have great love stories. Mm. I just didn't end in marriage, but I have great stories. And, and, and I know some people that could hear you say that and think that you were caping, but continue. And, as, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that that's my opinion, but I can understand like sure. both sides. Um, and so, then I said, bless your wife for sticking with you. I said, good day. <laughs> Cause and like, so, and so, wait, 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 wait. And so, can we just recognize? Can, can we just recognize? Yo, women be giving a good uh, undercut uh, shot. Oh, that was a read. Yeah. Yeah. Because after after you came for me and made it personal, that's why you're single. Wonder and why? That, no, that was, bless your wife because she has to deal with you. If that, you're like this towards me and you don't know me, I can't even imagine the type of husband that's you are. A good right. So with that line, with that line, she's Drake. Cause that was her duppy freestyle. Because mm. when Drake was going at Pusha T, he subtly mentioned his wife, and then you know what I mean. Had the defense of, well, why would you mention my kid and my friend who's terminally ill? So you you knew that you were taking a jab, and I think we also know that the jab that you took included something that he covets, his wife. Well. I mean, he and, has a love story. I don't, so I don't know how to okay. speak to that. <laughs> and, and I'm only, I can't and, relate. And Hashtag and, can't relate. And, and I'm only saying Low that. Siento. And I'm only saying that to soften the blow because I know what comes next. Go continue. <laughs> right. So then he says, LOL, someone married for six years with a beautiful family might know something you don't. Typical loud mouth, over opinionated black woman. Exactly what I raised my daughter not to be. Seen too many of your kind. It didn't end well for any of them. Google me, baby. 
<laughs> Literally Google Now, me. here's the thing. I was with, I, <laughs> I get paid for my opinion. <laughs> I, I was I was with him the first five sentences of the first message he sent you to. He said, good man, run from your kind. I've seen some brothers with some really good standing make some really poor decisions, myself included. So I, I don't I don't feel like to make a hasty generalization saying that good men don't make mistakes. Like I like I'm not with that. I, I and th- then you, sir, have held yourself up to be the epitome of a good man because that's how your situation. What is out. a good man? Everybody's situation <laughs> is completely different. My mom is sitting here married for 38 years, can tell you that her love story looks completely different from his love story. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something right now without actually knowing if it's true or not, and this is just kind of what I'm gathering from this. Like something in your personality triggers jason oh for sure yeah for sure and i you said it i'm gonna cut that i can't be held okay. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean to do that yeah so something in my personality for sure triggers him c said before uh we made that cut um and then my response was please tell us how you really feel laughy faces continue peace and blessings to you and your family so i'm gonna bring i up, don't know what else to say i'm gonna bring up two things that i really appreciated about this conversation as a whole not just you not just the other individual mm-hmm. is that I, I, I honestly feel like we should, even if your opinion is not going to be the most favorable opinion, mm-hmm. that's how you really feel. That, that's what <laughs> Let we, me live my best life. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but, but that's what I want to know from people from now on. Like, don't tell me what you think that I want to hear. Like, I really, like, you know, even like when we when we, we would talk about Trump and how it's like brought out people's true colors as it mm-hmm. pertains to like racism. Like, well, I before you said so, I thought that that was like a white supremacist. No lie. Because okay. the fact that you would bring in like the typical jabs for black women, like that's some white supremacy mentality. Wait, wait, I'm not here for wait, it. Why point like wait, that? Because <laughs> she, the jab was earlier. She just hooked him right there because you know he's not going to like that. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Like that's the stuff like white people say when they want to trigger a black woman. Like, let, let, sure. let's think about it. I, I know that you know what I feel like. You two were trying to trigger one another, even in you know, even in you being passive, it was one of them things like, oh, you think you little jokes? You know what I mean? Like, come on, little boy, sit down. So I get it. <laughs> he should have taken the first hint. So, so I, I, I can what I can appreciate about that conversation is that he was blunt. He told you how he felt, and it was like on a public platform, and he knew it wasn't gonna be a favorable opinion. But if that's how you feel. Like, if you're going to be surrounded by people, you know what I mean? Like, we might have an event. He might be there. You might want to know. Like, I know your energy, so I respect you, but you could, like, keep it over there. So, I, I, I like the- I just wish he had pictures of his face. I would like to recognize him if I was in public. Anyway. He got four posters. Uh, four post things on his so and but the, but the other side of that is that that, could, that conversation could have went way left. And the reason it didn't was because of how you handled it. I felt like that was like to be applauded and was admirable. Thank you. Um, because you know what I mean? Like you, you had pushed a button for him and you could tell there was, and I wish I knew what that button was. Cause I'm like, he started getting a little frisky up front. And I'm like, I just literally said that our stories are going to be different. And, and, and I was like, I, I don't even know why that. And, and so made if, anything. And for personal reference and we can leave it where it is and get back to questions by C's. I honestly do feel like he thought he was giving you constructive criticism Aww. that would help, would help you. Oh, that's and maybe, cute. And maybe you, <laughs> Thank you for laughing too, Mama Karen. And maybe you don't agree, but I'm just, I'm just. That's what I took from that. Here's and, my thing, and I'm just proud can, of you for handling it in the way thank, that you did. Thank you, I do appreciate that because uh, it was, I, I was very crafty in how I handled it because I wasn't, I don't give people um, doggy treats to continue attacking me. I don't, I don't do that. Um, but my thing is, I can live the way that I'm living now by myself. So I'm not about to get with somebody else and not be able to go to Costa Rica because now I have to carry your burden. Mm. When I was younger, that's a whole different different dynamic. I dated a broke college kid. 
because I was a broke college kid too. So like that was fun. That was cute. We were on the same page. If we had continued and married, we would have probably had a very similar story, but we didn't. And so as, as your lens changes and as your life continues to progress, you get to progress too. I don't have to stay where I was and require the same standards that I once did. I get to progress as my life progresses and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, you know what Star just did? She just narrated somebody's whole new year, new me. You giving them life right now. <laughs> I liked it. I, okay. I ain't even mad at her. Uh, Thank back, you, mom. Back to I heard that. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about that, mom? You wanna you you wanna get my mom is a fighter, y'all. Y'all don't know that about her. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking questions. I see my mom sock somebody in Fetco. All right. Oh, yeah. Did you want to hear about that? <laughs> Please. <laughs> the way she's sitting lady. in this. You yeah. guys don't know about Fetco, do you? Fetco. Yeah. yeah, I know Fetco. I know. Y'all had Yeah, we had a Fetco out here. Now. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I had sent Crystal to go and uh, get a basket, and this. Can I say what race she you was? You can say whatever it's you want. It's your podcast. Because hey, uh, you know why? Because we all grown. She was a white lady. <laughs> <laughs> and this mom, you want to know something? We all knew she was a white lady. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, the yeah, moment yeah. you had to say, can I say her uh-huh. Okay, well, anyway, she, I had sent Crystal to go get the basket. They had a long line of baskets over there inside the store at that time. And when Crystal went to reach to get the last basket, she bumped Crystal with the basket on her lip, bust mm. my baby's lip. So I went. Wait, how old was Crystal? She was about two years old, three. Maybe. I wasn't that young. If you, you she can reach the basket. Oh, that's <laughs> what I said. Oh wait, maybe I forgot. You were like about four, three. Four, three. Four, no, maybe four. three. Oh, I was like, at two, she was reaching the basket. My Is that years or feet? <laughs> no, okay, okay. Whenever you're done. She was about three, three years old. Okay, three years old. She was years walking. Feet. She Episode was walking. title. But see, you got to keep in mind, my kids was tall for their age. Oh, we know. So they look she older. She added fuel to the so, fire. Uh-huh. So I just sent her over there to get the basket. And the lady grabbed the basket the same time my daughter was grand. Well, a second after her. And she uh, made the basket hit and bust Crystal's lip, or it could have been her hand. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. It busted me and yeah. my mama busted her. I know her. her lip was busted. So I socked her real hard. And this In the face. Dude, In the face. This big tall dude was behind me. He said, right on, sister. Oh, there and you go. And then I said, oh, no, I'm going to go to J-A-I-L. We spell so, out. <laughs> my mom is an elementary school teacher, so she'll spell out things that she doesn't want kids love, to know. J-A-I-L is jail so for everybody. We all in school. our 30s, but we kids to her. <laughs> we, we so I went, to I ran to the bathroom before people had crazy hairstyles or whatever, and I changed my hairstyle, and I came right on out like nothing had happened. But anyway, it was... Wow. Like cold clocked her in the face. Yeah, yeah. And she was going holding on to her face. Carl Mama like, yeah, you have to. You done got my mom inspired. Hold on, let's let's get to the rest of these questions. And the cool part about it is your mom probably walked by her like, I seen what that lady did to you. That was cold. (laughs) Are you okay, ma'am? And a new outfit. You need some ice. Let me go to the ice department. That is too funny. Okay. Well, no, and I believe Mama it. Mama I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Do one more in the, the next segment after that. Uh, okay. Uh, it's okay. So, you ever known somebody <laughs> casually, personally, or intimately, and you're sitting there across from them having a conversation knowing that'll be the last time you ever talk to them? Yeah. That, I'm not crazy for having that happen? No. Girl? Nah. Well, you don't have social media like that. Uh, but, I mean, you always probably see them on social media. But, yeah. 
But you know what? The one thing that's different though, like of it happening, is how I handled that situation as I've gotten older. Okay, so how do you how did you handle it before? How like like my that? first like few relationships between like eighteen and like or my first you know, two relationships between eighteen and twenty two. It was way more like giving you the energy I felt like someone deserved because I was upset about something that happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you get um, what I'm saying now? Well, no, I do. And I guess that was like that was like a full-blown relationship. I'm just talking about like sometimes you like you have random conversations with people where you might text, you know, on a regular basis or talk on the phone or see each other and go out. And then you're just sitting there and you're thinking to yourself like, I, I, I think I've outgrown this relationship and I don't I don't need to make a big deal about it like hey I'm not gonna talk to you no more I just probably won't be responding as much to the point where you just maybe get the point that we just not gonna hang out like that no more yeah and it doesn't have to necessarily be like male to female type thing it's a real thing yeah I've had friends where I'm just like yeah I've kind of grown out of this relationship and that's okay yeah. Like, this had a time no and a place. No love loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know right now as I'm talking to you, and you probably think making plans for next week, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, like Magic right. said, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be there. <laughs> I ain't going to be there. <laughs> uh, so I was just wondering if that was ever something that you guys, if, if I was just. Not something that's so finite, um, but. In my mind, I just knew, like, yeah. Like, the word, Carl. Listen, and even when you say words right, I have to say them in myself, in, in my he head. Said, yeah. He said, finish. He said, finish. That's I, what he Then I'd be trying to tell myself, no, no, the wrong way is the right way now. <laughs> yeah, nothing that's so, like, finally, like, oh, this is the last time I have a conversation. But, I mean, you start getting that feeling about people, too, yeah. though. Earlier, you know, before that even happens or it being such a, like, a final thing that happens like I just like yeah, I can't really rock with you like I'm good like don't they might invite you somewhere and you say oh I ain't gonna be able to make it they start picking up on those things hell I've even got family members kind of like that where you know or people that are in my family where it's like you know, I can't really hang with y'all like that I got yeah. I told you about a cousin you know he was involved in the shooting yeah, yeah. and, and sometimes I was gonna say it's circumstances where it's like it's literally no love lost I can't associate with someone who is engaging in the activities that you're engaging in because of the direction my life is going in. Yeah. So that's a very real thing. Also, that normalizes my feelings around this completely then because it was somebody that within a a moment was expressing something to me about their angst about something and I just was like, you know what? Like, you're entitled to feel like that but I feel strong, like, you know, I feel very, very strongly that you shouldn't and that, like, you know what I mean? Like, that just, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you feel good dwelling within this place that maybe isn't so good. Mm-hmm. And I just I just don't want that type of energy around me. And I've been knowing this person for a long time, and yeah. I had a very close relationship with this person. But I knew in that moment, I was like, this will probably be the last exchange that I respond to in a while if I respond. Yeah, and in general, I feel like I have a pretty drama-free, uh, peaceful um positive energy and positive life that Which I is live. important. And so when there are some people who love, love frolicking in misery. Mm-hmm. And mm. for me, it's just exhausting. I, I don't have the energy to receive it or even to try to flip their energy to be positive. Yeah. Especially because there are some people who don't even want to be positive. Like they just want to to relish in that. Some people don't know how to enjoy positivity. That too. You know what I mean? Like some people feel more satiated. And even like it's like that essence of like, you know, some things hurt, but they kind of feel good. Mm-hmm. No? Like the gym? Uh I used to think that about uh it I hurt got, so good. No, no, the, the thing that comes to mind would be like flossing my teeth. Oh yeah, you know you what I mean? Pop- huh? Yeah. It used to. If you got popcorn in it. 
Yeah, or like, come on, fam, you you resonated when I said it though. You, you I resonated. <laughs> <laughs> she resonated. It, it that curve. That cur- it, no, Carl, Carl, Carl. She didn't resonate. You been at all. waiting. He was like, fight night. I ain't gonna get him, but uh, resonate. Uh, I got him. She said it, not me. She called. I was gonna let you. <laughs> Hit me like day day. Bingo. I got action. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like people. Some people really, and, and you know, it's it's hard too because when you look back at people's like childhood. There are some families that are completely based on drama. Yeah. And like for some for some people, it's even a way that they show love. Mm-hmm. And that's not my experience. That's not how I was brought up. So I can't like I just I simply can't relate. Yeah. And it's no love loss. I will love you. I will support you. If you need anything, I'm here for you. I got you. But like I have to protect my my energy. But those are usually the people, and I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad you brought this up because it's been a common theme with some of my friends in my circle, because uh, we're all together. Where it's like you have so much negative stuff going on, but you don't even check in with me. Like how am I doing? Yeah, yeah. That that, yeah. that I just had that conversation with someone today about it. It was like, yo, listen, I can't mess with that person anymore in our group because Dang. it's like. Like you don't even ask about me. It's like you go on an hour and a half monologue Dump, about yourself, dumping, and dumping. then it's like, all right, I got what I needed from you. I'm out. I gave you my energy, but it's like, yo, what about me? Yeah. Hey, I'm so because this this person will ask me how I'm doing just to have an excuse to tell me about their, themselves. Yeah, so it's like I read about this. It's it's called uh, it's not on you, but it's like a narcissistic uh conversationalist like there's a whole title about it yeah I believe it. where it's like people i mean i remember even uh you know telling people like oh this great thing happened well i and i'm like I just i'm telling told you yeah. like this great thing <laughs> happened and your first inclination was i, I or when that when i did that no 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 no. i'm not asking you about this that is, yeah I'm just but telling again you. that's how some people communicate yeah absolutely. and there are some people who have to one-up you just for the sake of yep. doing or making themselves feel be- yep. better, and in some pers- some cases, the negative one ups, like when I'm having a bad day. Well, at least it's not this. Let me tell you what I'm going through. We don't need to compare trauma. We don't need to compare negative energy. Like let's let's just move. Yeah, let's get to a happy space. <laughs> yeah, that's my. I, I just think that to me, like I make a point to just always ask about people, like how uh-huh. y'all doing, and then Cease does this, you do this too. How your family doing? Yeah. Don't 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 come around meet my mom or whatever like that, and then always come and dump me uh, dump on me your stuff because you know I, I'm a human being too. I got Hello. a family. I got I got other family outside of you know my own family. You know what I mean? It's like right, come on, man. Blood family and chosen family. Yeah. So, okay. star. Uh, and I have a church family too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Amen. True, which is equally important. That's like that's that's the um. That's the chosen family. Well, no, that's yeah, like the chosen one. That's the original support group. Yeah. yeah, it takes a village. Um, start. I got two taglines that you've coined, and so I'm gonna let you say which one so that we can get into the next segment. Did I get, you get to the, choose. You get to choose. I just gotta be ready. <laughs> when you tweet upon a star, why Duran hit me today? I was like, "Yo, tweets by stars, funny as hell." Y'all gotta keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. We're just going to take it back. This was October 29th. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I mean. So, Mom, Cecil created a segment where he looks at my Twitter feed, and we talk about random things that I tweeted. So, so brace yourself. October 29th, 2019. One of these is really good. Can I didn't know your mom was going to be here. Can well, my ears take we're it? Can my ears We're going to find out. You, you oh. grown, though. You grown, so don't worry. We all grown. It's definitely worse so, than getting some ice cream. When, when people... <laughs> 
Hey, and then this, hey. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, that whole time I was like, was it a waffle cone? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an ice cream sandwich myself. Vanilla Days bean. were easier back then. Uh, mainly in three flavors: butter pecan, pistachio, it's almond, and vanilla. Sugar cone. Ooh, for, for my sugar, Daddy. Um, uh, not to be confused with Big Daddy. Not to be confused. With <laughs> not Daddy. at all. All right, October 29, twenty nineteen. Star tweeted: When people post videos of them brushing their teeth, I usually end up critiquing their style, method, and effectiveness of the stroke. <laughs> The stroke. Uh, so there's one part that I want to pay attention to specifically. What What's the motion of, of the brushing ocean? your teeth? Is that called a stroke, or were you making an innuendo? Both. Oh, okay. But is, is it actually called a stroke? Well, anything that any motion like that is a stroke. Any motion like what? Go up and down. Excuse me. Wait. Some people go up and down. Hey, I, I, Tell I, us more. I do judge people on that. If you go up and down. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wait, people people brush their teeth up and down. Yeah, people man. People brush up and down. I'm trying to think what that's I not effect. Brush up and down, There's an effective way to brush your teeth, I believe, though. The circular, circular motion. motion. Oh, and I believe that per because, my dentist because that's how your gum is shaped. And that so. would, and that's probably the allure of electric toothbrushes is that it, it goes in that motion naturally. Yeah. So I I don't even remember what I was watching, but somebody literally posted themselves brushing their teeth, and I was like. Your teeth brushing skills are trash. <laughs> like, oh my god, I need to send you to my dentist because didn't even that's hit the tongue, <laughs> right? At the roof of your mouth. Do, do you critique people's strokes? Girl? Nah, man. No, but I do. Have you ever, have you ever had? Have your, your stroke, stroke ever been? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I do critique is your. Mom, mirror. do you critique people's no, stroke? What are you saying? I'm talking about stroke. There was an old entertainer. <laughs> he had a song. Called stroking. Oh, I've been stroking to the east. I've been stroking to the west. I've been stroking to the woman that I love the best. I've been stroking. Mommy, what were they talking about, mommy? I don't know. The stroke. So listen, and just this is like a total aside. I'm I'm surprised you don't remember that because that was the original. Oh no, I know that song. Oh, that was the original theme song to 92.3 to beat in the morning. What's the name of that artist? I can't recall. I've been stroking. We can look. Up. Um, I judge people's mirrors. I if your mirror got toothpaste on it, you nasty. All right, so we, we're going to keep on with the tweets. This is from November okay. 23rd, 2019. Star tweeted, I feel like when I get a knee replacement, they should just replace both knees so I can have a fresh start at twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have new cartilage regenerative uh, technology uh, when that time comes. That's stupid. <laughs> like, why you going to give me one good magnet hey, 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 you know I need two knees. Hey, you know what I imagine? Star with her face on RoboCop just doing a little twerk <laughs> move. <laughs> I'm her... gonna have one one squat. The other leg gotta be straight. Robo That's twerk. That's gonna be my twerk. <laughs> Robo twerk. <laughs> <laughs> right, one more tweet. One more tweet. One more tweet. Um... Mom, this is me. This is me. <laughs> no, th- this is the real you right here. This is us. Um, oh. <laughs> so on November 12, 2019, Star was... tweeted, "You ever see people's head shape and think? Dot dot dot. Dang." They mama pushed that all out. <laughs> I'm not gonna read what she really read said. Read the original. Okay, oh, damn. No. Their mama's vagina will never come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear that last word. The oh no. <laughs> I oh, said their no. mama's vagina will never come back from that. You know you look at people's head shape and be like, dang. Star, I've never once thought I that. Never, yeah. Nope. <laughs> You're not gonna put that on me. Not on a Sunday. You know, their head's a little wide. All right, Star. Oh. Can, you, can, can you give me the other tagline, please? <laughs> I know you don't have social media, but uh, 
Um, so I read this online and I just found it to be interesting because wait, I have a question. Sure. Why I never seen any of those messages. Oh, because you're it's, not on Twitter, it's, Mom. It's on a different oh, social okay. media platform. It's not on the Facebook. Why oh, she start okay. writing and, it in and her and notes? I, and I, and I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people go to that specific platform <laughs> to get to away. To be more random. So oh, I'll okay. do my more strategic, more like, this is the image I want you Less to see of me. Less family-oriented. Yeah, yeah okay. Twitter the, is the more ones, like random. I can respect that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so this was an email that somebody received, and I believe this is from a parent to their child's cello teacher. Okay, cello. Right. <laughs> this is already going. Sign of wealth. <laughs> right. So it said, you it say reads. Cholo. You mean cello or cholo? Not a cholo, mom. <laughs> oh, okay. She from LA. <laughs> and she leaned like one, too. Side to side. But you know what the best part about it was? I was trying to picture my mind what a cholo teacher would look like. Cover <laughs> flannel button at the top. And- well, I was thinking, I was like, but where, you Cortez's, where, eh? where would the lessons take place? And, and pray, 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 you think people just naturally cholos? Well, no. Oh, they would probably have to take place in homes. You got to train for the cholo. You're not going to laugh at my homes joke. Never mind. <laughs> I got it now. I was like, why are they in the house? <laughs> anyway, hello, Miss Asif. And the name is spelled A-S-I-F. So what are we thinking about the person? She's African. Okay, maybe. Or uh, or um, a Muslim like descent. Northeast Africa. Okay. Middle Sorry. Eastern. Northeast Middle Eastern. Africa. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm thinking like Jewish, possibly. Great assumptions, guys. Because my friend. I, this name. is the parent to the cello teacher. I hope you're well. Just wanted to say thank you for helping Antonio with his cello exam. He he has passed with amazing results. Hopefully, we can start preparing for him for the next grade exam. On another note, I was wondering if during the lesson time, any anyone in your house has been perhaps cooking. Antonio's clothes always seem to have a somewhat ethnic stench to them. Mm. Takes more than one wash to get it out. It's that curry. Don't want him to be smelling Indian in public. See, I knew it. It's not an issue, just a mindless thought. But thank you anyway for everything you've been. Or everything you've been. You've been a star. Kind regards, miss. And then they blanked out the name. (laughs) Is that that for curry goat? May, but as a parent, curry is strong. As a parent, is that a legitimate concern? Because I, I went both ways on this. I feel Pulse. like if you have a, if you have a concern, like bring the cello lessons to your house. Like you don't get to dictate what other people are doing in their house when you're sending your. Well, child okay, to their but remember, well, let me let me read it again. On another note, I was wondering if during the lesson time, anyone in your house has been perhaps cooking. Antonio's clothes always seem to have a somewhat ethnic stench to them that that takes more than one wash to get out. Don't want him to be smelling Indian in public. It's not an issue. Yeah, it was rude. Just the, okay. It was rude. Yeah, you can't say ethnic and then say no. smelling like an Indian. Like, in come person on, man. or in public. <laughs> come on, man. That's like, come on, man. I'm glad you reread that because hey, we missed all of that. I don't want nobody smelling like fried chicken. Hey, if hey. it was fried chicken, we'd be an outrage hey, right there. And it's a sign of privilege to be worried about your kid smelling like an Indian in public. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it just it just jumped out at me because I was like, how could you be audacious enough to expect to continue having a working relationship with somebody? With this person. And then you say, I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want my child smelling what you are. Because the, equi- the, you know, the equivalent you know? of that is if somebody said it to you, it's like, I don't want my kid smelling like a nigga in public. Literally. Yeah. That's what they'd be saying. He left out of there smelling like whatever you associate with black people. Chitlins, fried chicken. I, don't, I hope people don't associate chitlins with right. black people. I've never had chitlins. I've had them. Oh, trust me, you're not missing nothing either. Trust, trust yeah, me. No thanks. Um, we don't gotta eat like that. No I don't either. eat pork. I'll cook that for you. Guys. Thank you, Carl. You know who Alex Wood is? 
No. Baseball player. I thought you, you might know. So this was a tweet from him. Actually, who's he play for? Uh, right now I think he plays for the Reds, but before he played for the Dodgers, which is why I follow him on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember him. He made a comment, and I just want to know if you guys have had the same experience. He goes, lately I've been saying random products out loud that I would literally never use, and then watching them pop up on ads on Facebook and Instagram. It's genuinely frightening stuff. Y'all feel like they listening to us? Here's the thing. Okay. Most people have Hey Siri activated. Uh-huh. Most people have Alexa Hey, activated. chill, man. She over here asking me what I wanted oh, to bad. do. <laughs> so, to my point, his Hey Siri just picked up. Star, Sorry. chill out, man. You sound like me. When you use those devices, <laughs> it literally tells you in the fine print that they're listening to everything you're saying so that they know when to activate Hey Siri. <laughs> oh, I tried it. It didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're, they're literally listening and recording everything so they know to respond. And so people are, like, up in arms, and I'm like, you use, hey, Siri, you use Alexa. You use all these devices that literally tell you they're listening to you 24-7 so they know when to activate it. Mm-hmm. So it's not a surprise that if you mention something, all of a sudden it's going to be on your news feed because that's how cookies work. It's just cookies to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes sense, but it doesn't happen to me because I don't have my hey, Siri activated. So it only happens to me if I'm using um, – like if I'm searching online or Googling something. I actually use Hey Siri, to be honest. I use it too. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> hey Siri! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. They can listen if they want to. Um. Okay. <laughs> Have you got... Okay. What does that mean? They can listen if they want to. <laughs> you listen at your own risk. All right, so Questlove brought up a very interesting point. Hey, Questlove, the drummer? Yeah, so Questlove says this. Do you know someone named Man Man? I don't know them personally, but I know people who know who have man mans in the family. Okay, are are is that person from Philadelphia, or related to somebody from Philadelphia? I don't think so. For sure, East Coast. Okay, um, what what are some of the? Because I my auntie for, from day one, she I, I I couldn't remember a time that she actually called me by my name. I've been always man man? I've been man man since as, as far back as I can remember. And it's always a child named man man. Now, number, number Come one, here, man man. Wake up, Anki. Now, number one, it usually has something to do with the child's features being more adult like as a kid. <laughs> yeah, that mustache. <laughs> you came out the womb with that mustache. Uh, no. Hey, let I, me wipe that mustache down real quick. My husband's it, nickname was Old Man. Okay. He had, a, he had a beard in middle school. But a I, full beard. I think I got the nickname Man Man because at an early age I had very good word recognition. So you know sometimes you'll be talking to a kid and they'll be like, actually. And you'll be like, who taught you actually? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I think that's where I got mm-hmm. Man Man from. And I'm going to have to play this for her and my cousin. Um, but what were some of the nicknames that you guys had as a kid? And then are, are they exclusively black nicknames? Because again, have you ever heard of a white man man? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Could you never, like, and if never, you, never, 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 Missy, which is still a nickname. I can see uh, a white Missy. Okay. But, but yeah, Crystal white first told me, I don't want to be called Missy. I said, I don't want some stranger calling you by your real name and you go to him. So that's why I made her stick with the missy okay fair enough but she almost got into a problem when it was cheerleading time because another girl wanted to be called missy I oh like, Wait a she... minute. so i took my big niece with us and she said she why said, are y'all threatening people <laughs> no no usually we, so we christian 
nice. You, you know what she basically did? Uh, that was the scene from next Friday. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> baby Diggle. You are. She, said, she <laughs> just said, got out. She said, now this is Missy right here. And that other girl, she had, did she change her name on her t-shirt? I don't know, but you know <laughs> but, what the, the shady part is? Wait, if she cha- wait, it me, was embroidered. Me, That's what the, <laughs> let me tell you the shady part. That girl's name was Missy. Oh. <laughs> that was on her cubes. Y'all some hoods. On her cubes. <laughs> That's the file that they say from yeah. school to school. You disrespectful. She was a cheerleader, so, you know. Rashida, what you doing name. on Saturday? I need you to go to uh, Missy's practice. <laughs> yeah, so I was just Krista Boo and Missy, I think, primarily. I think that's it. What about y'all? I was Man Man. That's why I was asking. Oh, yeah, Man Man. Uh, I never had no nickname. Okay. Okay. That's uh, I got more stuff, but I think we we've been talking for a while. We got anything for the culture? Yes. All right, let's hear it. Start. Um, a couple things. Um, first, I want to start off by um sending some positive energy to the civil rights icon and U.S. Democratic Representative John Lewis, who just announced that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Prayers to him. Um, so definitely prayers of healing, hope, happiness, and all those things. He's Amen. been integral in getting us to where we are as a society today is it integral and or integral never mind integral. Don't, worry, don't worry about it go ahead too soon interval is math no 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 you just the way you pronounce it was weird but anyway oh okay um and then uh i want to shout out there is a new restaurant opening up have you all heard it's surf and soul mm, somebody was that the one that used to be in the church i have no clue where's it at I know one of the owners was um, over Tisso Sweet Lemonade, so it's possible. Oh, maybe not then. No, 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 I don't think so. Okay, so they're opening December 30th, um, and we'll go ahead and post it to our social media as well. The address is 7229 El Cajon Boulevard in the zip code of 92115. Oh, that's so, like North Park. No. No? It's like over here. Okay. More so over here. Uh, and so Surf and Soul, Seafood, Soul Food, Takeout. So we're really excited about them. I already invited them to come on the podcast and uh, just talk a little bit about their journey and what they have to offer. And I will be eating there. So yeah, no, I'm gonna try it out for sure. Yes, yeah, we know you will. Cease, cease will be there first. First and last. Here we go. <laughs> Surf and soul. Surf and soul. Carl, you got anything for the culture? No, I got nothing for the culture. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, you never do. So listen, no, I'm just nah, I do every once in a while. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I've been watching, uh, you know, I always come with, the, with, with the movies. No, not 90 Day Fiance. Don't F with Cats. Yeah, that was good. I was going to talk about that today, but we didn't have enough time. Yeah, don't F with Cats. And as a matter of fact, if you want to watch it. Why her face? It. I forgot you are a cat lover. Let's well, talk about it real quick. Well, that and then you. No, I think you got to watch it. Just watch it. And then then, okay, then, so this is different from Cats. No, yes. Okay, because I've been seeing people talk about I, it, and me, I was like, don't F with Cats. I was like, was the movie that bad? And, I know Jason Derulo <laughs> was in a cat suit, but and, like. And I, and oh, I felt man. like the timing of both coming out at this around the same time was strategic because I've seen those two um, conversations intersect. And if you were to just put Cats in on Twitter, you'd have a whole feed of both. So if you were looking for one, you'd see the other. Okay, don't F with cats. And I heard the Kevin Hart special is really good, too. I heard the same thing. So, But do me a favor. After you watch the first episode of uh, Don't F with Cats, give me a call. Okay. I just, I just want to check in with you. The first, and it's a true story. Well, she's going to know. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know it was a true story. Hey, I thought it was a movie. Give me a call after the first episode. Just do make, I want to watch this? Yeah, tonight. Maybe. Like you'll, right you'll, when you, you'll know after you watch the first right episode. Watch it with your mom tonight. First Can episode, yeah. Well, no, it's it, it's it's real life. These are all just like news clips and first-hand accounts from people that were involved in the situation, and you might even be aware of the situation. And now it just highlights some of the details surrounding it. Yeah, and I'm almost certain that you probably either seen the video that started all of this, or you've heard about the story at least from someone. 
You can stop making that face now. We'll talk about it off here. I don't want to spoil it for you. All right. Um, anything else, guys, before we get out of here? I'm going to just share a sentiment, and then we can roll. No, share your sentiment. Um, I just want to say that this really marks, like, you know, the um, the bookend on two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, two years plus an episode or two or whatever it may be. I just want to let y'all know, like, I remember sitting in that garage at that table uh, coming up with, well, I'm grown. I'm grown, too. We all grown. And that was literally the first piece of content that we had for grown folks business podcast we didn't know what was going to happen we've had a doug we've lost the doug we've had a number of different guests we've done podcasts in the community we've had people reach out to us to be on the podcast we've had random people come across the podcast and become like very strong advocates and listeners and supporters of the podcast and i just want y'all to know that that's something that you should be extremely proud of because as two Thank or, you, Mom. as three very like-minded individuals with very, very different, different personalities <laughs> and there, opinions. there's been some times where we bumped heads we you know the yelling in here talk about why didn't you bring the camera or you know why you released the episode but every, all of that even the stuff where we're like why did that happen has led up to us sitting here right now two years later that's that's a that's a that's a beautiful bond that we've been able to form i feel like we've been able to help people through some moments i know that just listening to us talk to one another over and over again like i do has been extremely therapeutic um, and it's something that we can hang our hat on. Like, you know what I mean? Like I see the, the reaction on people's faces when I simply tell them me and my friends have a podcast. And sometimes it's just like one of those things where I have to just show up and do it because we've been doing it for so long. But I, I can see the reaction from other people as a reminder of like, we've really done something and we should be proud of ourselves. And I'm proud of you too. I love you guys. Happy new year to the listeners, to the grown folks. I truly appreciate y'all because we can't, there's no point in us doing it if y'all don't listen. Um, And Carl just sent us the numbers and y'all listening. Yeah. And um, I have to tell you a proud moment I had. uh, First of all, I wear this sweatshirt as often as I can Mm -hmm. between washes. And um, (laughs) that was Carl's point. And she washes it. And she washes it. I do. I washed it it like three times this last week. Um, But um, I wore it to the mall and this guy was like, yeah, I listen to podcasts, you know. I'm looking for a new one. So shout out to you, Elijah. If you listened, you'll actually hear your shout out. Um, a girl stopped me at Jamba Juice like, is that yours? I'm listening to more. And I yeah. gave her a card. Um, but the dopest situation I had over a break, uh, we went to the Anita Baker concert, like my mom alluded to earlier. And um, me and this girl next to me were just jamming out to songs, right? And so I was like, you know what? I really like your energy. You know, I'll slide in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plug. we know. We anyway, talked about it, yeah. Um, so I was like, but, you know, I have a podcast. I don't know. if like, Maybe you guys want to listen to it. I'm sorry. I don't have cards. I don't have my big purse. And then she's like, oh, what's the name of it? And I said, Grown Folks Business, B-I-Z-N-E-S. And she's like, oh, no, no. I listened to that already. Like, mm. it came up on my Spotify as other podcasts you might like. Wow. And I already listened. And I was just like. Oh, this is a real thing, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very real thing. So that was uh, such an amazing moment to know that the things that we're doing in here is really having an effect outside of these four walls. We're currently part so, of the algorithm. We like, are. People will listen to three other podcasts with in conjunction with ours in rotation. And now we're part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're slowly but surely connecting to portions of the public that we may not ever be able to actually touch but they're able to hear our content and hopefully they know that we put a lot of effort into just bringing y'all a a quality presentation every single time i seen a stat and we was talking about it you laughed about three weeks ago we didn't know we didn't know that again that's what she was laughing you always gotta ask carl what the source but if you go and look at demographics.com (laughs) now but if you actually go and look at other podcasts that like started up 
I think on average, like, people make it to, like, six episodes. Oh, I remember, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so to sit here and have, you know, two years' worth of content, you know, every other week, you know, at this point, I mean, it just kind of shows, like you said, like, some of the feats and bounds that we've had to, you know, you know, go through and things that we've accomplished, through, you know, throughout the way. I mean, and it just took persistence and, you know, everybody just being on the same page. I mean, we've all had days where it's probably like, Dedication, I don't feel like doing sacrifice. it tonight. You know, we went to work or something all day. Still came in here at 730, 8 o'clock. And Mondays. Yeah, and the Mondays Ooh. was rough. We hit a string of them. We ain't been here on a Sunday in a minute, man. And, you know, I, I mean, it's just it just shows. And, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, you guys and the fans, uh, you guys, me and my co-hosts and everything for rocking with us. Um, and, you know, I think 2020 is going to be a good year because we can all kind of get off the snide and, you know, kind of keep going. All right. And I appreciate y'all inviting me to partake in this. That was cool. Give him credit. Well, here's, I, I we always Carl. say that, but like, he was part of the process of us putting it together. Inviting you with him in, we have like three or four episodes already. Me, in a very, no, I'm going to be perfectly honest. We, me and well, myself and then within conversations with Carl very narcissistically thought that we would be able to have a successful podcast with just him and I. And Carl said, it was his golden idea was like no we need something else and that's what he left it at and then he was like i figured it out we're gonna bring star in and i didn't really know how that was gonna work i didn't know if you would be interested i didn't know if it was gonna be one of those things that you'd start and then be like i'm not you know what i mean like this is y'all vision i'm gonna let y'all go ahead and do this but he was he you make the podcast and carl made that happen so i i mean i can give credit where credit is due. y'all are y'all are dope like I, I'm feeling all the warm and fuzzies. No, but that's I, I I and this is not like me like trying to pander to you in this moment, but I really do feel like, you know what I mean, like we have we have a normal podcast and you're the icing on the cake. People oh. love your personality and even people that and I think that's people that hate me. No, no, that me. and that's the it factor. Even people who may not agree with you all the time still tune in to listen to what they're going to be mad at you about. <laughs> and no, no, no. And that and that and that's the I feel like that's the truest quality of somebody that's entertaining. Thank you. Is that people show up to see what they're going to do and what, what the they're going to say? Is today. So shout out to you for making a podcast. No, I appreciate star y'all. folks business, grown, grown star business. And with we, that being grown said, grown folks star. <laughs> start no, I said star folks business. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh boy. And with oh all boy. those new titles being said, this has been another episode. This of- was a wild ride. <laughs> oh, yes, mom. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Another Alice. episode of Star <laughs> Folks Business. <laughs> he pointed at me, so I knew it was gonna be foolish. Okay, should, I, po- folks uh, should I point at him? I'll point at him. <laughs> Star Grown Folks, folks Business. business. <laughs>